0: Welcome into the latest episode of the Five on the Four podcast. I am Ethan Skolnick. I'm going to be joined by Alphonse Sydney. You can find him at Alf954. Make sure you check out FiveReasonSports.com. That's got all kinds of new free heat content, new columns from Nikias Duncan, Greg Sylvander, something going up from Zach Buckley in the next 24 hours as well. More free heat content than anyone else also check out the other podcasts in our network of course that includes five rings canes on the miami hurricanes three yards per carry light-skinned opinions balls cast fantasy on five out for the count and cinco razonas and check out our youtube channel you can find our youtube channel with a bunch of subscribers on there a lot of people seem to like what we're doing we post these podcasts but also we post content from all over south florida but first, before we get to today's episode, I want to tell you about one of the great new sponsors of the 5 Reasons Sports Network. You were not here for this, Alf, the other day, and I know you wanted to join me for this. Who do you think our new sponsor is, Alf? Is it Gold Club? It's Gold Club. It's the new oh, Gold Club. Right. It's Gold Club. It's the new Gold Club in Papano Beach. Now, I would call it a gentleman's club, but that would only be half of the story. It's a gentleman's and ladies' club because women are free all the time. They're free all the time, so there's no never a cover charge for women. But if they come on Saturdays, they can pay $10 for a glass at the door and it's $5, you call it, all night long. They're open 11 to 2 a.m. every single day. Again, this is in Pompano Beach. And here's the thing about this, Alf. We're going to be there. That's right. We have an excuse to go. December 4th, heat at Celtics. We have a watch party. Who do you think everybody's going to be watching? Us? On stage? Podcasting? Or
1: the game or i don't know something else possibly i think something else i i wouldn't be i'm not gonna be watching us well i'm gonna watch the game i'm gonna watch the game but (laughs) (laughs) during commercial breaks i'm gonna be preoccupied i'm gonna be be honest with you
0: yeah, he'll be preoccupied on stats.nba.com. Checking out stats because you know Alpha's an <laughs> Ad, analytics guy and nothing can distract him from that. Anyway, it's the new I Gold love Club. Stats. You love stats. I love it's, stats. The, it, it's, the, it's the new Gold Club in Papano Beach. You'll be hearing a lot about them from us because we can both do that these days. Anyway, now, today's episode. Welcome to Five on the Floor.
1: A Miami Heat and NBA podcast from Ethan Skolnick with Alvon Sydney, a.k.a. ALF 954. Brought to you by the 5 Reasons Sports Network.
0: All right, back here on 5 on the Floor after the Miami Heat win 108-97 over the Cleveland Cavaliers. I feel, ALF, like this was a carbon copy of the Detroit game. They, they played lights out in the first half. Ended up accumulating the majority of what ended up this time being 31 assists. Last time it was 34 assists. That's now, I mean, back-to-back 30 assist games, which is ridiculous. And then, again, sort of as they got towards the end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth, fell apart and needed big plays from Jimmy Butler to end it. Like,
1: it, it, it's the exact same game But is, me, it really is it really fell apart? Is it fell apart or got, just got, you know... Lazy? Bored? Lazy. They got yeah, lazy, bored. got bored, got, you know, a little... They they the, the game was in hand and they kind of just you know they they fell asleep a little bit. That's about right.
0: It. You 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 never felt like they, it was going to get away completely, right? Like you never felt like Cleveland was going to push. Yeah,
1: and also and also the the end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth, is when you start seeing the injuries. Uh, mm-hmm. What happens with all these injuries? The, the, the guys are kind of tired. I mean, nobody's playing a ton of minutes. I mean, Bam played forty. Jimmy played thirty nine. But it's just it's it's the fact that like the the relief isn't there, the mm-hmm. fresh legs off the bench as much. Like it's not something to worry about. I don't think at all. I think if they really needed to, they could have blew this team out by twenty. But it's uh, it's I think it's an effect of only having ten available, nine available guys.
0: Well, and and you mentioned the minutes. Okay, so tonight Bam Adebayo played forty, Jimmy Butler played thirty nine, Kendrick Nunn played thirty seven. 28 from Myers Leonard, 26 from Duncan Robinson, who was the other starter with Justice Winslow out again. Dragic, 25, Hero, 22, Olinick 14, Silva, 8 off the bench. So, yeah, they played nine heavy minutes for three guys. Uh, the big story in this particular game, although it's not going to be what we focus on primarily in this podcast, is Kendrick Nunn is out of Islam, slump, right? Uh, I mean, he had 20 in the last game. He started to come out of it in the second half against Detroit. And tonight he had 23, he was a plus 21, he was 10 of 16 from the floor, five rebounds, eight assists, two steals, okay? So this is my theory on Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn is going to eat right now against bad teams. He's going to eat. Because bad teams, and Cleveland is one of them, they're going to be better someday. I like some of the young players. Bad teams are not sort of mature enough and equipped enough to take things away from him. So I think what we've seen is, you know, he goes out there and he plays against the Lakers and defensively, they're equipped to take certain things away from him. Yeah. this team. This team in Cleveland is not Detroit to large degree was not. He broke out of it in the second half. He's going to eat against bad teams. He is simply better than a lot of those guys that are playing on second units or even sort of the fourth or fifth guy on a team that's going to the lottery. He just is. And so I think you're going to see a lot of games from him like this. And I think you're going to also see games against good teams of Philadelphia where Josh Richardson tries to lock him up or Milwaukee or or Chris Middleton's on him. I, I think you're going to see some of those games against good teams where he struggles. I think that's where he is right now.
1: Yeah. And it's, 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 it's a rookie thing, right? I mean, as uh, he's an older rookie, but he's still a rookie. Tyler Hero is having some of the same problems. One of the things I see with Tyler right now, though, uh, in, uh, in, in, in reference to Nunn, Tyler will identify when he doesn't have it going, and he will give the ball up, and he will try to do other things to help the team out. One of my things that I worry about with Nunn is that if he's not scoring, what does he bring to the table? And that's mm-hmm. where I'm. That's my worry with Nun right now. I think he's going to figure it out, but for, for right now, it's a little bit concerning that when he can't score, he's a shooter. He's a scorer. He is going to continue to try to score, and he's going to have some really big, really bad, inefficient games. And he then, and it also, it lends to the fact that he doesn't do a lot of other things to help you out. He's not a plus rebounder. He can defend at times, but is he? Is he a twenty-four second? uh defender an entire possession. Not really. He's, he's not that kind of guy. So when he's not scoring, what does he bring to the table? I feel like Tyler hero, when he's not scoring, he assists, he rebounds, he defends as well as he can. But uh, Kendrick Nunn tonight was great. When he's scoring, you can keep him on the floor, but when he's inefficient and he has a two for 14 kind of game, I don't see where else he, 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 adds to the team and it kind of it it kind of mitigates his effectiveness
0: well but I think that's why it's it's significant that he had the five rebounds and the eight assists tonight I mean he led the team in assists and this is a team with 31 assists and he led them and and you know they were not the all the most sort of complicated assists but I mean he moved the ball tonight I thought and I think I think some of that is he gets a rhythm offensively and he gets comfortable, and then so he does move the ball a little bit better at, at times. I, so, to me, that was a positive. We're gonna go through the first four things really quickly here because the number five is really what we wanna get to tonight. So, the number two thing I have tonight is Jimmy Butler again worked his way into the game, uh, he was 7 of 11. He was over two from three, but one of the threes, uh, one of the threes looked bad. The other one, he took it. He was he was doing that thing where he was trying not to shoot it before the buzzer, uh, he, which Dwayne, <laughs> Dwayne and LeBron perfected that over the years. And, and he, it was there was too much time, so he shot. It's it. really so that, a money
1: move, man. It's a money move. Well, it, it, it is. But Dwayne the and LeBron is, used to talk about it all the time. Though they, the well, trick you, is you show the effort, like you do a dribble, right? Uh, an escape dribble. You go behind the back. You do a spin move, like you do. You do everything you can just so that after the buzzer sounds, it really looks like you tried to get the shot off.
0: Right. And in this case, he did get it off because it it ended up counting against him. So he was 7 of 10 other than that, 6 rebounds. But I want to focus on this. The three steals and the two blocks –
1: I, I, said I think this he had on... more than three steals. By the way, no, no, it's three. It's three. No, no, I'm, no. Boxers. I'm saying he had some pokeaways that somebody yep. else got the credit for. Mm-hmm. So he had three steals, but he, he, I mean, he caused more than three turnovers.
0: Well, I said this on Twitter tonight, and, and people got on me a little bit because and they started tagging Dwayne Wade as if Dwayne's going to get angry at me. Uh, I I think that that Jimmy has the fastest hands of any guy I've seen in a Heat uniform in terms of defensively. Dwayne was the best at playing the passing lanes. That there's nobody better than Dwayne at that. There were other guys like a Rio, uh, a Norris Cole, you know, who obviously had that ability, all right, to be able to take the ball away. I mean, Rio at one time was was top five in steals in the league. But Jimmy Butler's ability to come out of nowhere, like I, I literally, if a big puts the ball down, it's gone. Like he just, he is yeah. so good. He's so good at stripping the ball, and it always leads to points on the other end. It's amazing, and so. That happened again tonight late in the game. Plus, he had a block. Plus, he had a big pass. Plus, he had a big basket. So, like, this is consistent now. This is what you expect from Jimmy Butler at this stage. The numbers may not look huge. You know, the 14 points, two rebounds, six assists. But it's everything else that he's doing. And defensively, he's been unbelievable. And we're looking at a situation, again, in Philadelphia. It's going to be so much fun as we build up to this first game. In Philadelphia, where Tobias Harris hasn't made a three, since uh what uh, straight since, misses since 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 my people were crossing the desert he's not he's <laughs> not he's not he's not made a three okay uh i mean it, it's it's remarkable they thought he was going to be the guy who was going to take over that burden
1: uh come jimmy butler He's shown it throughout a ten-year career, right? Exactly. Tobias Harris <laughs> has been the go-to guy on so many playoff teams. But right. yes, you pay him a max contract,
0: right? And so that's where they are. And the most
1: overrated the- journeyman in the history of the NBA. Well, I'm he's right. not a
0: he's not a journeyman, but he's, he he's
1: how many he, teams has he played for, Ethan? He's almost uh, he, he, like fifteen.
0: He's played for a lot of teams, but uh, some of that is Orlando. I don't hold that against him. But yeah, he was traded by Milwaukee right away, and then that was the Redick trade, and then yes, I understand he's been with some teams. I get it. He's a good player. He's not a lead guy. And so I'm looking at some of these Sixers message boards and they're already like, Oh, we miss Jimmy. We miss Jimmy. We miss Jimmy, which kind of anticipated. So, you know, th- this is, this is where this is at right now. Like the heat have a closer, but he doesn't have to close by making jump shots. It's, it's just different. He closes in a bunch of different ways. And again, tonight, plus 17, uh, 39 minutes, you know, his minutes are cre- crept, up a little bit lately. 14 points, but another win. Yeah. <laughs> there nothing it's, else to say. It, it's, it's good. It's good. He's a really good player. All right, let's get to number three, because I really want to get to number five here at some point. Um, number three for me tonight <coughs> is Tyler Hero, who missed some time, came back in, and looked extremely comfortable. And I think this is similar to the Nuns situation. I think he's going to eat against bad teams. I think I think that th- that's what that's what happens with rookies. You know, it's they're just not as well scouted by those teams. Those teams have more things of their own to worry about. And tonight 4 of 7 this is this is a really good trend for him. He's scoring a lot of points with very few shots. You know, He's 16 to the points. Line, Ethan. That's the thing. 16 He's points. To the line. 16 points on 7 shots tonight because he had two threes and he had six, he was 6 of 6 from the line. I mean, if he can get and and the Heat didn't get to the line very often tonight, right? What did they get? In fact, he had six of their eleven attempts. Okay, that's it. Jimmy didn't have an attempt from the line, but Tyler Hero getting to the line and he has that kind of herky jerky style a little bit that is very difficult for the officials to monitor. It's getting him free throw attempts, and and that's only going to get better as it goes forward.
1: Well, listen. The funny thing is, Christian Hernandez uh, at I Can Be Your Hero on Twitter pointed out that. As well as Tyler's doing, he has been pretty bad in the uh, in transition, mm-hmm. and he thrived in transition in college. So that's only going to get better. So as long as he continues to do what he does and st- continues to get better in transition, his defense honestly has been getting better with every single game. If you watch him, it and like listen, I like none, but I but I've always said. None is a better player right now. Tyler has a Tyler has a higher ceiling. If you watch Tyler on defense, he's getting better and better with every game. None is a is a good. Uh, he's an active defender, but he is not in position the way that Tyler's in position. And Tyler's in position more and more each game, whereas he's no longer a liability on defense. Um, he's going to get to the point by I think the end of the year, starting next year, where he's actually a plus defender. And as long as he keeps doing that. The Heat are going to get out and transition more. And, as, and if he goes back to what he was in college, you're going to see a guy that's going from, where is he at, like 14 points a game right now, yeah. 16, 17, 18 points a game. And if he can do that this season, that puts him in rookie of the year run.
0: Well, it does, and I don't think I think we got to get away from the idea of none or Hero being the rookie of the year because neither of them is going to be rookie of the year. I I, I called James oh, is going to be R.J. Barrett. No, no, it's going to be Moran. I-, I I called it before the season because <laughs> no, it is because he's going to put it- up
1: numbers on a bad team, and you're right, you're right,
0: he- it, right. He's going to put up numbers on a bad team. He's going to do some spectacular things. He's going to make some shots at the end of the games. He's already done that. Uh, he has some flash to his game. He's in Memphis, which doesn't help, but it's going to be Morant. When when Zion went out, it was clear. He's the number two pick. He's in the best position to do it. RJ Barrett will get some looks because he's in New York, and he's been really good, actually. Uh, But it's not going to, and plus, Hero and Nunn are going to split the votes on that. So neither of them is going to be rookie of the year. Like, I was upset at myself for not putting the money on Hero when the numbers were so high, but there's no chance. He's not going to be rookie of the year. What he is,
1: candidate, candidates.
0: He's right. What it is, is they're going to have two guys in the Rising Stars game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which I'm gonna be. I'm definitely gonna go to Chicago now because they're gonna have two guys in the Rising Stars game, and we're gonna talk about somebody else. They're gonna have two All Stars, I believe. They're gonna have two All Stars this year, but they're gonna have they're gonna have two guys in the Rising Stars game, um, and they're probably gonna have. He might be in the three point shootout possibly, uh, but Myers Leonard might be in the three point shootout. <laughs> Actually, uh, if if you look at where the numbers are right now, like they're <laughs> he's they're the gonna, number one.
1: He's the number he's the one number guy one in, the in the league.
0: Right. They're gonna have candidates in the in the three point shootout, and if Derrick Jones Jr. ever gets healthy, they're gonna have a candidate. Uh, in the slam dunk, so it's whereas the Heat, I think last year had no one right except Dwayne. Like if they didn't add Dwayne, they had no one. This year they're going to have like five or six people up there. Anyway, let's uh, we're going to get to number four here before we go to the break. Uh, and number four here for me is is uh, the Silva Olympic big dynamic. Uh, Silva did not have his most effective game tonight. He was minus fourteen in eight minutes. Uh, Kelly was minus ten in fourteen minutes. We have to talk about Silva's situation though, because like he was not supposed to be playing this much at this point. And I, I don't know what they're going to do. Alf, like, I mean, unless they have, unless they have a plan, unless they have a two for one trade set up, like they're going to have to send him to Sioux Falls. I mean, this thing about him not practicing to save a day, I get it. But ultimately, like, I mean, you, you just, the calendar works against you, right? Like, the cal- he was not supposed to be playing this much. James Johnson being out, you know, has obviously affected that. I think once J.J. comes back completely, you know, and, and he's been sick now, but I think once he comes back completely, I think they have to send Silva out now. I think they're going to need him later in the season. I mean, you going to... You- this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game. to get ten percent off your first month, again, that's BetterHelp H E L P dot com slash Miami Heat.
1: If you if you need him later in the season, that's, I mean, that's a problem because is he gonna be is he gonna be able to play the, in the playoffs? I mean, um, if you're big, count if you're yeah. counting on him down the stretch, yeah, but like you don't want to count on a guy down the stretch that you can't use in the playoffs. Well, so they're gonna hoping-
0: have. They, they have until what? The, the trade deadline is the first week of February, right? They're gonna have to do something.
1: They have to, create- to because they need to create a spot for him because he's earned it. Um, and then, you know, I hear the the um, KCP for Dion Waiters talk. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that that doesn't even create enough space for no Silver. I don't believe it doesn't. So the the cat machinations are almost impossible. Well, nothing's I, impossible
0: for Andy, but I, I just yeah. think that, right.
1: <laughs> but, there are but, obstacles, but there are no obstacles. The, right, the problem obstacles, is right. how many of these guys on this team right now are completely expendable?
0: Well, no one except Dion.
1: If Dion and even James Johnson, I don't care. I've argued with people on Twitter about this all the time. James Johnson is not expendable. Well, they, and UD, and,
0: and, and but I mean, we're not counting that, right? So you're talking, no, you're talk, you're nobody's talking about trading
1: for UD. So. I,
0: know, I, I understand that, but we're talking about the top 13
1: uh, you're right. Okay. So, I mean, will you you want to give up Duncan Robinson right now to to just to, to open up another spot?
0: No, it's probably going to have to be Derek. I think. I, I mean, I think they've learned how to play without Derek to a certain degree. I, I look, I understand what Derek's value was going to be, particularly in zone defenses. But they haven't played that much zone. They don't need to because they've got Jimmy, and they'll have Justice back. I mean, Justice didn't play again tonight, and I I know is you know this little corner of he Twittered, they're winning big without justice. They're going to need justice Uh, defensive. I think part of the problem they're breaking down in the second half is because of all these minutes, other guys are playing, but also because those guys are having to play the best perimeters on the other teams because justice isn't there to do it. So
1: I, so I, 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 the idea that they don't need justice is just laughable. No, it it is laughable. Look at what happened against the Lakers. Like you, you need, if you're going to tell me that you just don't need another plus wing defender in this league, in 2019, right. 2020, shut up. You right. don't know even, anything about he, basketball.
0: Even if that's all he is, right? Like, And I think he's a lot more than that, like as a playmaker and everything else. But even if you just think he's a wing defender, you need the wing defender. But when he's back, then again, where is the room? We've talked about this about waiters, but where's the room for Derek Jones Jr.? Like, I thought he would be a small ball four for them. But,
1: okay. You not with the way Duncan Robinson is playing. He's playing, either. right. Like, it, right. It, I'm sorry, like, I know people are gonna be like, oh, it's Duncan Robinson. And I know that Derrick Jones Jr. can jump really high, and I really like the guy. He offensive rebounds like a madman. But the thing, what Duncan Robinson brings you in terms of spacing? Right. I mean, I'm almost at the point where when Justice comes back, does Duncan Robinson leave the starting lineup? Or does Kendrick uh, Nunn leave the starting
0: lineup? No, no, it has to be Robinson who leaves it.
1: I know that it has to be just because of the way they started the season. No, no, you know,
0: of- no, it's not just because how they started the season. It's because uh, – so you're going to start – I don't know. Because the problem is if you put Nunn on the bench, you've got Nunn, Hero, and Dragic all coming off the bench. That's three relatively small guards, right? It's, it's just too much. It's too cluttered. I, I think they're better I off – you know they're better think, off bringing Duncan off the bench as a small ball four. Maybe. But the same
1: way you said that uh, none can feast on bad teams. Yes, none can feast on second teams and, and benches.
0: Yes, so, because they don't right. Because, right, they don't switch out to him. I, no, I get it. I, I, and, but, well,
1: and honestly, they'll figure that out as the season goes on. But it, going back to the Derek Jones Jr. To me, it's Derek Jones Jr. or Duncan Robinson, right? And who's more expendable at this point with the way Duncan Robinson is shooting? he's in in today's game he is just he's not a guy that you can just write off
0: no no he's not well derrick jones jr it's all about how young he is and where he's going to get to as a shooter which can that complement the rest of his game where he's a playable guy for 25 plus minutes that that's been the big question for him like can, is he a he's calls himself a knockdown shooter but we haven't seen it so, you know, is he, you know, is he able to make 35% of his threes to keep people honest? I'm with you, though. And then there's the James Johnson factor when he comes back. So they just have a lot of bodies. It doesn't seem like it right now, but they do. But the other, the other thing I want to talk about real quick here before we go to the break is Kelly you know I've said this before. Kelly's really had like two or three good games the whole year, and tonight was another one that was not great. He, I know you've said he has to start to get in a rhythm, but how are? What are you gonna? Myers Leonard tonight was five of six, two of two from three, a plus twenty, twelve points, seven rebounds, and three assists. Yet another of those great little pocket passes that he throws, uh, you know, down by the basket. I I just I, I don't think you can put Kelly in the starting lineup. Oh no, Myers I don't right think now. he has
1: to start to get in a rhythm. I thought that he had to start eventually for for the Heat to take off. But the way that Myers Leonard and you know I've been a big Myers Leonard fan. Uh, ever since I saw him in the preseason just because I see what he can do for stretching the floor the -hmm. fact that he can rebound the fact that he I don't care what you say about his ability to defend the rim the fact that he's always in the right place like you see a lot of those strips that Jimmy gets Mm -hmm. on a big are because Myers Leonard is just in the way I know right it's not that he's jumping up, blocking, defending the rim. He's just in the way of somebody in the paint, and they can't get around him, and Jimmy strips him. And a lot of times, Myers is stripping guys uh, down in the paint. So he is big. He's in the way. He stretches the floor. He—he's he, His communication defensively, every time down the floor, he's screaming out, telling guys what position to be in. Honestly, I just think he's a starter for the rest of the year, especially because he gives you a reprieve when you're playing another really big guy, Mm -hmm. that you can give uh, Bam a few minutes without having to bang with a Jokic or an Embiid or a guy like that. Let Myers big-ass bang with those guys for three or four minutes in the first quarter, three or four minutes in the third, right? So the thing with Kelly is he has such a track record on this team of being important and playing big in big games, hitting big shots. I'm not worried about Kelly. I feel like Kelly is just going to do what he has to do. And I know he didn't have a great game. But with Kelly Olenek, I just don't worry about him because I've seen him go through stretches with this team where he just doesn't look like a guy that even should be on the floor, but then he comes up big in the big moments and he's just there for the team when they need him.
0: Well, you mentioned Bam. We're going to get to him after the break. Uh, One thing I do want to mention, though, just about this game before we close it, is this was basically do as much effort as you can to just get by game for the Heat. Because if you look at this, I mentioned it, just 11 free throw attempts and just four offensive rebounds. So this was not a high, high, high effort game. It didn't need to be. Their passing was good enough in the first half uh, that it didn't prove to be necessary. So let's go. Break right after this, but first want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. It's the Seltzer Mayburg Law Firm. You can find them at onecalllegal.com That's onecalllegal.com So check them out there. They handle cases from all over the state. There's someone to handle your case 24 hours a day, and those are all kinds of cases. So personal injury. Traffic tickets, they handle all of it at the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm. Their office is based right there in North Miami. So if you do live down here, real easy to get in there, real comfortable place to be. We share an office with them so you can come say hello to us as well. So that's the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm, mayburg one legal, dot com. All right, let's close the episode here with someone we haven't really talked about at all, who's the best player on the floor tonight, which is Bam out of bio. 40 minutes, 7 to 14 from the floor. Two of three for the line, attempted a three. Uh, 16 points, 15 rebounds, all defensive tonight. No offensive rebounds. I mentioned this was not like a high, high effort game for the Heat. But five more assists, one block, one turnover, two fouls, plus 25 best on the team. I put this stat out here yesterday and it ended up getting 1,200 likes, uh, <laughs> which was not my intention. Bam Adebayo came into tonight's game with 46 assists. Hassan Whiteside has eight for the season. Um, of course. Right, and that's actually a high number for Hassan. It was higher than I was anticipating. I don't even want to have that debate anymore. Anybody who's debating the other side of that is cannot be reasoned with from a basketball perspective, so go away. Here's the debate that I want to have, Alf. Bam Adebayo is an all-star this year, isn't he? This year. Not next he year. Has
1: to, not he right. Has to be, They put his numbers out there, and I, I'm not going to pretend to remember who's, who has those numbers, but it's like... Five guys, and the other four are like Giannis, Cat, LeBron, and, and B, you know, it's ridiculous. What he's doing across the board, filling up stat sheets, is absolutely amazing. And I think you just, and for people that just don't watch the game and just want to look at numbers, and like I said, I don't want to keep up keep invoking Hassan. But Hassan's doing 22 and 11. And if you look at Blazers Twitter, like like you were talking about the other message boards, the Sixers message boards, the Blazers message boards are lighting Hassan on fire. Yep. And, and a lot of heat Twitter is reveling in it. And honestly, some of it, I think, is a lot of cheap shots. Like you said, I don't think you meant for a cheap shot. It was mostly just a juxtaposition. And there's a lot of cheap shots at Hassan right now. But it's not just about what the cheap shots. It's about showing you, Mm-hmm. what the numbers really mean right even when 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 Bam is out there and he's giving you 15 13 but he's also giving you five he's giving you three blocks two steals and you watch him on defense and he is just erasing players out of the game and you can switch him on to point guards shooting guards anybody he's closing out he's defending he's not taking a playoff. like these are things that I don't – usually it takes two to three years for a guy to get recognized for these things, right? A guy will go through like two years playing like this, and then his third year, oh, wow, he starts getting the defensive player of the year recognition, all-defense first team recognition. Bam is starting to get that recognition right now across the league. If you look at a lot of writers, they're bringing up Bam's name more and more as most improved player. Because it's so impactful what he's doing.
0: Well, let, well, let me read this to you, because this is from our friend uh, Vinnie Goodwill. Vinnie, wrote, Vinnie writes a column for Yahoo uh, weekly, well, more than weekly, but he has this, this weekly column that kind of wraps some things up. So he divides it into three quarters, and his, his third quarter this time was the X Factor in Miami. Uh, it says, uh, usually around the 10 game mark, scouts and executives start discussing players who are surprising them. And in a little while, they'll start figuring out who's available in the trade market. One guy who's caught the eye of a few scouts, Miami's Bam Adebayo. Jimmy Butler's made everything go. On. Miami deservedly gets the lion's share of notice. Adebayo has flourished since the departure of Hassan Whiteside because he no longer has to share minutes. Adebayo has quick hands, quicker feet, and plugs in all the holes defensively. He could be a huge key to the Heat jumping into the fray with Philadelphia and Milwaukee for Eastern Conference supremacy in the postseason. Quote, I'm a big fan. A high-ranking executive told Yahoo Sports he's all about the right stuff on and off the court. He's a warrior, competes, makes shots, and gets the 50-50 balls. Just so much stuff that doesn't show up on a stat sheet, and he understands spacing He's smart. And then Vinny says he does fill up the stat sheet, though, averaging 9.3 rebounds, nearly five assists, while adding nearly two blocks and two steals per game. Um, I, you know, this is what we were saying about Bam. That thing about him being smart, understanding spacing, never giving up on a play. He never looks tired. That's the other thing. Like, he played 40 minutes tonight, and it was towards the end of the game that he had that goaltend, which was a chase down block, which he did catch in on the way down. But, I mean, he ran end to end on that thing. I will pose this to you, and then we got to close. How many bigs, top of your head, 30 seconds, are better than Bam Adebayo right now in the Eastern Conference? Bigs.
1: Cat, Embiid.
0: Well, Cat's not in the East, so take Cat oh, I'm out. sorry. In the East. Oh,
1: Embiid. The East. Embiid. Horford? No, Horford's not as good. I don't think Horford's as good offensively as Bam is.
0: Boston doesn't have one. Indiana, Sabonis is good. He's not Bam good. He's different kind. Miles Turner's not as good. That's why I thought Bam should have been on that team. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Orlando Vucevic, different kind of player.
1: Different kind of player. Not. It's De- the Detroit. Is,
0: Detroit. I mean, he looked better than Drummond the other night.
1: The problem is, it's because if you if you're saying offensively, yeah, you probably can pick two or three. You're saying defensively, you maybe pick one or two. But when you talk about all-around game, I mean, how many other bigs are defending point guards on the perimeter? And I'm not talking about defending them just because they have to. I'm talking about defending them and being effective at not it. Not none, none. And, and, none. I, and Christian Hernandez and I have both pointed this out on Twitter. That switch when yeah. Bam gets put onto a guard is not an advantage.
0: No, it's not.
1: And they're going to. They have to but, keep learning this lesson over and over. Just because you got switched onto Bam, don't think you're just going to take him off the dribble. The guy's amazing, and I and also uh, I think. I hate saying his name on the podcast, but crab smut (laughs) peddler pointed this out. Uh, Like right now the heat are not as good defending the rim as they were with Hassan Whiteside, Mm. right? People don't get to the rim nearly as much as they do now.
0: Right. Compared but, to uh, that, but, that, but, but that's also, as Mr. Peddler may or may or not have pointed out, <laughs> that's also without justice being out there. That's without well, justice.
1: Imagine right. when justice so, gets back.
0: Right. So uh, when you're going to put justice out there with Bam and Butler, I mean, I don't care who else you have out there, which is what we've talked about, which is that you can hide two other so-so defenders because you're going to have those three guys. And that's why whatever issues Justice and Jimmy have offensively, kind of getting it together I don't care because nobody's going to score on them down the stretch but when I look at Bam I think it depends if you consider Giannis a big or not I don't know I mean to me Giannis is like his own category like he's just he is what he is I think it's Embiid and that's it for traditional bigs that's it I, I don't I would rather have Bam than Vucevic because Vucevic can't move his feet defensively I I would I would prefer Horford's age gets into this um, and and I think ultimately, you know, it's possible Bam may be a higher volume scorer down the road than Horford's been.
1: Although I. And also Horford, Horford uh, on Horford defensively is a monster Yes. But his versatility defensively on a switch.
0: No, it's not, it's not Bam's. It's, it's not, not you know, what Bam oh, can well, do. Well, Horford, is, Horford may be as good a positional defender as there is for a big in the league. But he's not yet. Yeah, he's not that. And he's going to be a problem for the Heat. I'm I'm not, no question about that. But I think in terms of what Bam offers you, it's more than what Brooke Lopez offers you overall, even though Brooke stretches the floor. Yeah. It's, so, so this conversation, I mean, again, we've gone from, okay, saying is Bam the second most important player on this team? He is. Uh, I don't, I think it's almost getting to be a one, a one B situation, but let's stop. I'm going to stop having the white side debate. It's just a stupid debate. I mean, Hassan Hassan could put up 24 and 15 the rest of the year and Bam could put up half then. I don't care what we're seeing with Bam is he is the perfect big for this era. And this is why they would not put him on the table with any teams. The only team I heard he might have been on the table with was the Spurs for Kawhi. That was it. He's not been on the table since for anybody. He's not going to be on the table going forward. They're not trading him. He's a core piece. He's not only a core piece. He's going to be part of whatever their big three is. When they add another star or one develops on the roster, Bam's going to be one of those three. I mean, that's that's where we're headed with this. And we'll have another podcast later in the week. We're going to try to mix it up a little bit. We're doing a lot of game pods, and we will continue to. We're both going to be at the Cleveland game. Excuse me, the uh, the Pelicans game this weekend. No Zion coming in, so another game the Heat should probably win. We're we'll trying to mix it up with some national guests. I want some national guests to come on here. And Start talking about this team a little bit because I think they're getting noticed, but I, I want to sort of put it into that context. Thanks for joining us.
1: After the end of a good fight,